1: I don't have a mark on my face. I'm the greatest thing that ever lived. I don't have a mark on my face. I on my face. Yeah. And I'm upset, sudden, and I just turned 22 years old. I must be the greatest. Right. I told you. the world I talk to God every day. If God's with the canoes out against well, me, Sonny, i uh, the world. Uh, yes, I'm, God. I'm the real God. Cashes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Cassius. Yes. I am the king of the world. Hold it, hold it, hold it. I'm pretty. It. Hold it, you're not that pretty. I'm a bad man. Wait, wait. That's the sound of the police.
0: That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the police. All right, welcome to RG. We're here, a boxing moment uh, with Donnell and Devon. Uh, Before I get into it and we pass it on to the youngin, I want you to um, make sure you check out everything Real Sports Guys by going to realsportsguys.com. That's realsportsguys.com. Uh, we got a lot of stuff posted up there. You can also catch us on on, uh, on iTunes by just uh, go in, search for Real Sports Guys. Uh You should see the orange kind of mic, the, the logo we have come up, and uh, you can also uh, plug into uh, to uh, any of our podcasts that are audio, uh, or you can catch us on YouTube as well. But you can get to a lot of that just going to Real Sports Guys.
1: 50 seconds almost, and there was only like three or four exchanges in the fight. Um, the very first right hand landed. He he landed a uh, one-two at the beginning of the fight, and um, they rocked Dominic Brazil, and then um, they were about to clinch, and then um, Dominic Brazil is one of those fighters. He doesn't really uh, clinch when he's hurt. He tries to fight through it, so he, he ended up hitting Wilder, hit him in the back of the head, and hurt him and then they clinched, and the rest um, separated them, and then it was all over. The one-two landed, and it was all zero. So um, that's pretty much what happened in the fight. What do you think about the fight and the magnitude of this uh, knockout?
0: Well, I mean, uh, you know, we can we talked about this a little bit on, on our, our podcast that's live uh, uh, right now. Where uh, If you had a chance to check it out, we uh, interviewed uh, Sean Higgins uh, from uh, Michigan about the new hire. Uh, for that, but at the beginning, you and I talked about, you know, um, it it placed uh, Wilder in this, this this rare space of um, dynamic knockout heavyweights, which is different than just a knockout artist. <laughs> when you have somebody who uh, is a knock who's who's elite uh, at knocking people out as a heavyweight, that creates a whole nother level of buzz, and you know, he's put in a rare air of. Uh, folks, you and I talked about Ernie Savers, uh, You know, uh, we, we talked about uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, you know, um, in, in terms of uh, in terms of those those kind of elite uh, uh, knockout fighters that people uh, people remember um, in in terms of uh, a boxing format and and in that kind of electricity he brought to that fight where you know, people are showing reactions of folks on Twitter when it went down and people are losing their minds. As you said, you ran around the house. I mean it was that kind of moment. <laughs> um it was all about Wilder. Right. And um uh, and Brazil was just the prop artist. I was just listening, uh you you were great enough to share um an interview that was happening on uh on on uh Rogan's uh podcast. Um, you know, people sitting near his family and not even what uh, Brazil's family not even wanted to cheer. You know because of the the horror that was on their face uh when he got when he got uh, looked like he was uh when he was decapitated i mean that is the level of reaction in addition to the reaction that Wilder gave it was the most electrifying as you said fifty seconds we've probably seen all year <laughs> so
1: for um with the kind of reaction that the fight got with um Wilder knocking him out so viciously in such a vicious fashion and you've seen the same reaction with the, um uh, with his knockout over, uh, remains Um, do you believe that the fight with Anthony Joshua is now a 50, 50 fight because, um, um, Deontay Wilder is asking for 50, for 50 now. And most people and a lot of the boxing experts, so to speak, they always say that, um, Anthony Joshua is the A side, but when it seems to get the reaction of uh, the American fans, either on social media or people that we run into, it always seems that um, Wilder might be the more um, the more famous or more more talked about fighter. So, do you think it, it should be a fifty fifty fight now?
0: This is a fifty fifty, and I'm gonna push it. It might be 50-40. You and I know that the epicenter. You know, even though you know Anthony Joshua can put. You know all kinds of people in the O2 and everything else. There's a reason why he's trying to come over and, and do, do his American debut. There is a fight isn't a fight until all the stars show up, like the who's who show up. Right. If you think about those two, who's going to be the who, who's the who's who? Anytime time wilder fight, the who's who in any type of inter, in, uh, entertainment industry, whether it's sports, whether it's football, basketball, whether it's the movies, whether it's time, they're going to be front row. The person who can bring those people to bear is the A-side. And the reaction right. that you heard after this fight came from all those kind of people, right? And that's what makes him at least a 50-50. And unless Joshua in his next fight, can, in his debut, can create that same kind of buzz, it's about who you can bring to the table. And it could—it's fifty-fifty. It could be sixty-forty, Joshua, because right now he has the more—he had to build up. He now he built it up. He did it. He took a fighter you fought, and disposed of him in a fashion that you could even do. That. What? Right, and that 50, brings in the question. I, yep. Would
1: you, would you say? No, I'm saying that brings the question. My next question. I was going to say, what can yes. Joshua do? in the next fight? Or do you believe he could do anything in the next fight to match the kind of reaction that Wilder got or the kind of buzz that he creates for the fight?
0: Well, I mean, you know, you're you, you know, you're know a boxing theorist and everybody. So boxing theorists know about Ruiz and how important that fight is. It would have been better if he would have been able to fight Big Baby. You know, if he would have been able to fight Big Baby and dispose of him in that way, then it might have been an equal buzz, right? Because they're fighting in New York, the the Brooklyn, you know, kind of piece. The you know, Big Baby and the and the promotion, like the what made this was the promotion, and then the app. And this is the part that I I, I was lost with Big Baby going down because of the uh use, using the uh using the uh the uh the uh, the, uh, the enhancers and using the um uh the steroids or whatever was found in the system. It, he, they lost that momentum that he brought to it that creates the energy. And see, if he would have did knocked knock him out in the first round, now you got equal buzz. Because a lot of people don't know Ruiz and understand – I'm going to make sure I got it. Understand, like, the quality of the boxer being brought to the table and the promotion to it. Even if he knocked him in the first round, I don't think it breaks the same energy that this one in the way he did. It, right? He did it in a way that we all thought we – our hearts are going to jump out. We like, we hope when he was going to get up. I don't know if Joshua's going to have that. Um, you know, I don't feel like mm-hmm. can do it, but I mean, maybe you might have a different perspective.
1: Okay. So you mentioned the app. Um, and I want to talk about that later as well, but, um, which the way, but the way it set up with, um, the zone and the, the zone app, um, they don't necessarily get as many eyeballs on no. their fights as in other, um, other venues. Because I know later on we're going to talk about Devin Haney and his first fight yeah. with the Zone. But um, it seems like most of their fights on the Zone, you don't even hear. Uh, I don't know if it's a promotion. It might be a promotion as well because – um. The Zone isn't necessarily married to any kind of television or media outlet outside of the app. So we're not necessarily hearing as much promotion as far as commercials go, um, interviews go outside of the Internet um, as far as these fights. Like, a lot of people didn't didn't really know about the Canelo fight until, like, a week or so before the fight. And the buzz from for Anthony Joshua, so Anthony Joshua fights, not tomorrow, but next week, And there is absolutely no buzz for this fight. I don't hear anybody talking about Anthony Joshua. The only time I hear anybody talking about Anthony Joshua is in relation to Deontay Wilder. So, um, with the app, with the way that app is being, um, does the does the zone hurt Anthony Joshua,
0: or do you think it helps him? I think it hurts because I think it's a really good from a business model standpoint. I think they got something, but you you laid out everything. That's the counter-argument because there's there's no way they have not They don't get on SportsCenter. They're not doing the um, car wash, as they call it, or the, he's able to hit all the, you know, they're, they're not getting on get-up. They're not and, – and and to and ESPN is probably not inviting as much. They're talking about a post-fight, right, because they got their own thing. And so the, the promotional yeah. aspect of it, you're right, is hurt because they're not tied in a way – where it's not, you know, you sent me the death and thing, and I'm just like, man, I didn't even, you know, without you sending it to me, I wasn't even thinking about it happening. So you're right, I think from a business model and potential money-making uh, mechanism, I think they got something. But that only works if you can have access to promotion, and they haven't figured out a model to build to build the momentum and the chatter around the fight to get the momentum, and that's why I think the ESPN model that kind of bakes in the streaming in the way they're adding has a mo- much more potential to work and so somehow zones gotta get connected to something. Uh so I think yeah, that's gonna that's hurting it because you're right, there's no chatter. And it, it it's because somehow some way they have to get connected to these larger media outlets and I don't I don't hear people talking about. It. All right, and just to think I know when
1: the pivot. Yep. So, um, just to piggyback off that, and after this, I'm going to pivot into a different point. But, um, so piggyback off that, um, Canelo Alvarez, his fight with Danny Jacobs on the zone, gave 1.3 million viewers worldwide. That includes Mexico, United States, the UK, wherever they have the zone. So, um, and to juxtapose that, Caleb Plant did similar numbers on Fox, and he is, he is a fraction of the um, boxing goals that Canelo is. And that's only in the US. They only count the um the T V numbers for Fox in the US. But um that didn't go to show what kind of numbers they're drawing on the zone. That's their biggest fight. But um um going uh, going with Fox, we have there's a fight that has just been announced, um paper fight with um Keith Thurman and Manny Pacquiao. What are your thoughts?
0: Man, that's one of the funniest uh, press conferences ever, because, you know, Keith can talk, but Manny kind of held his own, but Manny was like, I fought a lot of big providers, <laughs> and they all say the same thing until I get in the ring with them, and I hit them. <laughs> you know, kind of like the Mike Tyson. and everybody has a plan to get hit in the mouth. And, and you hardly ever hear Manny with that kind of, you know what I'm saying? Manny kind of, you know, in his own Manny-like way was like, come on, and then Keith goes back, but you got seven losses when there were seven people that didn't work on. So, there's build-up, right? There's some build-up and some energy around this fight. And, uh, man, it's so easy to say, man, he's in trouble, right? You got a guy like Keith who's got power and speed and athleticism and everything else. But we also have seen Keith get hurt, right? We've seen Keith get knocked down and have to get up and then win a fight. And so this is the most intriguing fight, um, you know, in which, you know, I, I believe, you know, because the way Keith uh, Thurman thinks, you know, he can win by points or he can win uh, uh, by stoppage, and he's willing to fight that way um, and, and, and be protective, you know, I, I think you're going to see much more activity. Um, you know, and Broner, Broner just wasn't active enough, and Keith is definitely going to be active with that jab to kind of keep him off. So, you know, I right at this moment, I'm leaning towards Keith, but, man, I've learned not to just – underestimate Manny. You know, this second Manny is, is, is on a different level, and I've learned not to underestimate it. But I, I think this is a trap fight for Keith, man. You know, to be strange, I think it's a trap fight. But if he can get through this pay-per-view fight and push to the next level, um, you know, it's about those fights that get set up after it. But I, I think this is a this is a trap fight for him because it's the second fight coming back when he hasn't had a lot of activity because he's come back from the injury and everything. Uh, I think it's a trap fight, but I, I'm leaning a little bit more towards, uh, towards Keith Thurman.
1: I probably will as well, but um, I'm going to be honest with you. I, um, in this fight, I'm going to be rooting for um, Manny Pacquiao to win this fight because, um, in my opinion, Keith Thurman is one of the guys that is holding up the Division. to um, He division. Um, in one of the interviews, he said after the Manny Pacquiao fight, he's not fighting again until 2020. And then somebody else asked, um, um, could you fight um, Errol Spence in 2020? He said, probably, oh, he said, I don't know, maybe. And then they asked him, what the summer 2020? Would that be a good time for him to fight? And he's like, um, I don't know. He kind of dances around the question. And that's going to be a problem because, you know, what Errol Spence is doing is um, he's, he keeps saying Terrence Crawford's on the wrong side of the street, and he's going to try to fight. Um, Sean Porter, you know, Keith Thurman, he's trying to get the rest of the belts first before he fights um Terrence Crawford so we could um so we could be the undisputed um kind of A side in the fight, so he can get the higher person to fight. And I understand that, but at the same time, with Keith Thurman being oh. reticent to fight, this can push the fight way back into um, years maybe, years months and years later. Well, we might not even see Crawford versus Spence till late to 2021, 2022, and that time we don't want to fight. We don't want to wait that long for the fight because uh, um, Terrence Crawford will probably be 33, 34 years old, Errol Spence will be 31. We want to see it when they're in their prime, you know what I'm saying? But um, if Eddie Pacquiao wins, um, there's a good chance he'll win and retire off into the sunset. His belt will become vacant and um, either – um and a guy that wins the vacant battle would either fight Spence or Crawford, and then we can get things moving. We can get some more movement in the division. But um, that's just my take on it. I, but um, as far as the actual fight goes, I believe that Keith Furness should win the fight because Mandy Pacquiao struggles with um, guys that have lateral movement, guys that um, have have a good defense, but can also get out of the way of punches. But... Um, I would not be surprised Manny Pacquiao wins the fight because Keith have we think Keith Thurman hurt his chin has proven to be um a little shaky. He's susceptible to body shots even though um, Manny Pacquiao doesn't really throw a lot of body shots, but he would be wise to in this fight. But um the and also the work rate the work rate of Manny Pacquiao is something you can look something you can look for because um, Keith Thurman kind of like Canelo Alvarez they both like to take um, breaks within rounds. They don't always fight for um, three minutes of every round, so that's
0: something you can look for. Maybe Manny factors can outwork him and win on the scorecards that way. Yeah, I, I think I, I would say um, you know, as just, if I was, you know, so we were trying to, you know, the question was more from an analyst standpoint, but I agree with you. If, if, if from an interest of boxing and moving boxing standpoint, and um, I would I would go with Manny Pacquiao, and I think a win over Keith Thurman would give Manny a little bit more confidence, and Manny would Manny's open to fight anyone. I mean, he, he wants to kind of land the ship the right way. Um, and uh, and you know you may you may see a Floyd return because that might build momentum for Floyd to get some more money and then beat Manny again. You know that you know Floyd, Floyd mm-hmm. might say, okay, this fight is right now. You know because he got he got he got win over this youngin, and now we got a storyline. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of pops Manny back up. You might see Floyd, you know, pick up the phone at that point, you know, and say, okay, this guy don't be too young, and now he's popped up. You know, we we might be able to get another, you know, $100 million, You know, and so you never know if Floyd might come and knock it, You know, so, it you know, it opens Matt- up a lot of <laughs> possibilities if, if Manny does. <laughs> Man, I don't want to see Floyd again. Oh am sorry. You well, know Floyd is, that 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 is. man? <laughs> Floyd, Floyd, Floyd ain't never stopped working out. We all know that. Floyd stay in shape. Yeah, you for that right there, you know. You know that Floyd stay in shape. Floyd, like, he waits to see. He watches quite as much as you and I watch it. He's like, oh, this is a pop-up. <laughs> you know, so you never know. And you know, man, money wants that rematch. That money will be, it gets popped up when it went over Keith Thurman. Thurman. You know, so it it this, you're right. This is an interesting thing, right? So,
1: we, we talked about the all earlier today, and this song um, popped up another question not a, not a, not a question, but a statement. Uh, um, I guess it is a question. Did you know that Devin Haney is fighting tomorrow? Because so, to be honest with you, before yesterday or the day before that, I did not know Devin Haney was fighting tomorrow, and that speaks to another thing because you know, I follow boxing, I'm on. I'm always on the um, the boxing Facebook pages, always talking to people on Twitter and stuff like that. Watching the YouTube channels and stuff. I didn't know Devin Haney was fighting tomorrow, so I just wanted to make I sure had he got no, to fight I had no, I had
0: no, I had no idea before well, he's fighting Moran. So yeah, you know, I, and that card's is an interesting undercard. They got an interesting card, but you're right. There's no promotion unless you're watching YouTube or you catch up there. You, there's no promotion. Uh, on it at all and this is like one of the rising boxers in the game and we we don't know anything about it he's not even out there um and there's no avenue to get it so you're right i i didn't know that was even happening until you shared it with me and i was able to even watch you know the press conference for it so again i mean they're missing out on some things you know uh and what's happening is you know in europe and the area they have their avenues for promotion you know they got sky you know sky and all those people help so they so it's they're not really feeling it because when mm-hmm. they do things in Europe or in the UK, those mechanisms we're talking about, they have them, right? But they don't yet have them in, in the United States where it's really important. But they got it. I think it's Fools Go because they have it in the UK in, in in ways that don't translate to the uh to the uh, U.S. market. So you're right. I mean, here's, again, you got this young 20-year-old, his own company, promotional company, you know, he's kind of face the kind of boxing you want to have. You know, uh, very smart, got his stuff together, and, you know, we don't even know he's fighting. You're right. That's the problem. And speaking of the U.K., um, well,
1: first of all, Devin Haney is a guy. Um, his partnership with the Zone is a unique one because we know um, Devin Haney coached, um, about a year ago became the, um, the youngest boxing promoter in boxing because he um, – he 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 was his own promote he's his own promoter he um he created his LLC um the um Eddie promotion and he's gonna be um and with his new deal with um this, with Eddie Hearn it's not necessarily a promotional deal as much as it is a partnership which um, Eddie Hearn is gonna help him promote his fights and he's also gonna help promote his fighters and help him get his um get his company along. I think that's a very good deal for him while, um, just for a couple of years to get him on his feet. But, um, so we can see how this is, this thing is going to go. But, um, yeah, but, um, uh, over in the UK where, um, Eddie Hearn and everybody else is, I watched the, um, interview, and just like I said to you, it's interview with Eddie Hearn and their introductory stuff. But, um, those guys in the UK, they loved it. um Devin Haney. We seem like we might have a new star out there. He might be able to um do some numbers out in the UK. So they're like, oh, this is a good, a bright kid, very talented, speaks well. All the com all the comments are, all the comments in the comment section seem to be very positive. So that seems to be something to look out for. But um. Where do you wait, um Devin
0: Haney as far as the um, young prospects coming up? Yeah, I, you know, I I don't know, you know, I I think I think um, you know he's right up there, you know, you know you got you, you got your guys secure, and I uh, you know I think that is like he's like moving into contender space, um, but I I think you know uh, I think he, I think he's got all the pieces, that, you know, what he does in this next fight, which I think is probably going to be his most competitive fight to date. I think that'll do a lot for selling who he is. So, I mean, I, I think the biggest issue is I think he's a really good prospect. We just don't, in this current business model avenue he's got, he's just not getting the exposure. And so it's two things. What we believe as analysts and it's what the, the broader audience believes that will have eyeballs on him. And I think being a, a, an elite prospect requires both those elements of the equation. It's like what we understand for you to be a boxer and what, like beyond the the, the the basic boxing fan what people believe you are becoming. And I think Crawford had a really good balance of that. You know, the the true boxing period understood this guy is banging. But he did it in such a way, even doing most of his fight from Nebraska, was able to then also get fans believe, to believe the the everyday guy to say, Yeah, that's the dude. And so I think in that if you use that equation, he's got one side but then he doesn't have the other. Yeah for people to understand right. it where it then uh, results in him getting the kind of fights and the, the kind of movement behind him that's going to allow him to to benefit. So he's got to somehow correct that. But I think he's obviously in that top group.
1: Yeah, before I let you, before I let you go, I want to uh, mention something that um, on the way up, Devin Haney, uh, you know, like Shakur Stevenson, he's being um, mentored by um, Terrence Crawford and Andre Ward. But – if you look at it, Devin Haney, he's been brought up by the holy, the, almost the holy trinity of um, boxing, the boxing minds, the boxing wisdom, because he um, he used to train, with, he trains with, um, as you know, Floyd Senior and the Mayweather camp. But before yeah. that, yeah. he was also um, I remember him when he was being um, when he was working with uh, Roy Jones Junior. And also yeah. in the camp working with him, you have uh, Mike McCallum teaching them. Um,
0: Yep. more of the, the stuff on the match.
1: inside game, and yeah, the body yep. are teaching them some of those old veteran tricks. So he has all the kind of all the kind of mentors and all the kind of um, um, and teachers that you would need to take him to the next level. And I'm just excited to see where he where he takes it in his career.
0: And, and, and in that moment, it feels LeBron esque, right? Like, like well, as LeBron was moving up, he was tapping into those folks, right, um, from Jay-Z to, to, uh, 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 to most of these guys that put together his business model that's working for him now, both on and off the, uh, you know, Warren Buffett, right, on and off the floor, kind of pulling it all together. And from a boxing standpoint, I think the way you described it, it feels almost LeBron as in the way he's building his career. At the same time, building his, his craft, and building his business model and being wise enough at a young age, along with his dad, who's obviously a great influence on him, helping to put the package together. And I would say it feels LeBron in. Right. And I think that'll do
1: it for today. If you want to close this out or have any last things to say,
0: yeah, what I want to say is, man, you are, uh, you have brought a lot to us in the boxing world. I just want to make sure I'm I'm, I'm putting this tribute back here. You. And you have driven and expanded my mind um, around this, um, you know. Uh, and and having you on and, and and really pushing this out has been such a pleasure, man. And uh, I'm learning, uh, I'm learning as I'm going with you, which I appreciate everything you bring to the to RSG as it relates to the, uh, what we're trying to understand with boxing, given the that this momentum's rising in boxing. It's like boxing is, you know, everybody's talking MMA, but it seems like boxing boxing is kind of just, I don't talk much, I don't hear much MMA as much as I'm hearing boxing right now, which is crazy. You know, MMA is, and, it, it, uh, and the way you helped us understand it has been great. So, hey, as I always tell y'all, you know, go to realsportsguys.com to check it out. Check out everything uh, related to RSG, including um, uh, this podcast, if you want to hear it over again. Uh, you catch it there, or you can catch it on uh, on iTunes and other uh, podcast platforms. Uh, Till then, that's it for a Boxing Moment with Devon and Darnell. Tax day is coming. Oh no.